0: This cookout 400 DFS picks and underdog plays for the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks and content available only to our patrons at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Driver, start your engine. In one of those rare occurrences, Cody and I are experiencing extreme heat at the same time, almost a full continent away. It is, of course, the NASCAR <laughs> Gambling Podcast. Here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, he's glistening, Cody Zeb. I am profusely sweating, Rod Gomez. We are here today, of course, to break down the Cookout 400 and for your favorite DFS plays and underdog plays as well. Cody, we were talking a little bit before we kicked it on. It's balls hot right now. What the hell?
1: Holy hell, Rod. It is uh, 930 at night right now, and the heat index is 111. It is ridiculous. It's hot. It's very hot. We're in the dog days of summer, but, uh, you know, it's almost as hot out as our win streaks have been lately on hitting some good bets.
0: I, you know, listen, I, there's a lot of things that can get a person down, but I take one look at the win record from this this show. And just the hits that we've been able to make over the course of the summer. And it makes me smile. I mean, are they all winners? No. Does that make me the world's best handicapper? No. But we've been having a lot of fun. And I got to tell you, this is obviously our second year of doing this, right? And last year, I think it was it was fun. But for some reason, just this year has made it so... The interaction with the, with the listeners, just taking it live, putting it on YouTube and... This show, man, this show makes me happy,
1: Cody. Yeah, everything about it is just, I mean, the YouTube makes it so much more intimate. Like,
0: I think a lot last
1: year, like, I'm kind of messing around. I'm kind of just, you know, hanging around, you know, and now it's like, I got to make sure I'm somewhat presentable. I'm still looking around. I'm watching the SRX race over here. I got my notes on this side, so I'm still kind of all over the place if you're watching on YouTube. But, you know, it makes us feel more personal with the with the listeners. The download numbers have been great. We're obviously getting more and more listeners, which we appreciate. We notice. We we appreciate you guys. We see it. We love it. The Discord channel. Holy shit! I can't keep up. So many people in there. So much good talk and talking about everything racing wise. It's great to see. Um. And wow, there was just a, somebody dump someone else for the lead in the SRX race. Rod, I won't spoil it. I know you got it recording, but uh, <laughs> it's man, they're they doing some rough racing in this SRX series. I love it. It's great good old good old-fashioned short track racing but no it's been i and we got it such a rhythm right five days a week we're here every day it's like you just you know it's part of the daily routine i love it we're in our uh we're groove for sure things have been going well dfs the last couple of weeks has been amazing we've obviously called out some guys that have had really good races thank you martin truex jr uh but it's uh it's been really good the last couple of weeks and man we're just we're kind of on a roll right now and Really hitting our stride, everything's feeling good, and uh, hoping to just keep it rolling. And not only have we been hitting the bets, not only have we had some pretty good fantasy calls, and like you said, we don't hit all of them, of course now You're not going to. It's called gambling for a reason, right? But the racing has been so freaking good. All three NASCAR series have been amazing races, week in and week out. Every week, it's like, man, what another good race? There's so much to talk about. You know, we, we've had a couple every once in a while. You get a good old-fashioned ass whooping. Truex had that a couple weeks ago, but that was so much better because of the bets that were linked to it. Larson did it a a little while back at North Wilkesboro, right? You're going to get those races, but so many races with controversy, with rivalries, with everything going on. So not only has the betting on it but part been great, the racing part of it's been great. IndyCar getting into that more has been great. We're getting deeper and deeper into F1 and all the battles that go on from 34 seconds behind the leader all the way through the end of the field. (laughs) (laughs) which means second to last basically, but everything about it. It's just, it's been a great season and you know, we're in the middle of the summer Racing goes all the way through the end of November and thank God we just have the shortest off season in sports. It's nice and quick. We got plenty of off season content. There's so much to talk about and get, get taken care of in the off season. Then we're right back into it. It's almost like it never stops. And
0: I fucking love it. Ah, uh, So do I. And then, of course, now we've added this level of underdog as well. It's like, yeah. there's so much to talk about. And listen, we're going to have to find another strategy in the off season because car numbers is not everybody's favorite thing. Uh, <laughs> the history
1: of the car Yeah, I've heard a lot. There wasn't a lot of great food. That's all right. Uh, we'll come up right. with some different... Some different nuggets
0: to share with you. We'll I figure out some good stuff for you. <laughs> uh, but yes, of course, we are breaking down Richmond. It is the DFS episode, so as we always will, we'll give you our favorite drivers at their price points. And then at the end of the show, well, maybe not even at the end of the show anymore because it's part of the show, we'll give you our favorite underdog fantasy plays. Link that in as well. Uh, as we look at what this track has to hold for it, of course, it is Richmond, so it is a short track, which means that the laps that are represented are the laps that are represented. So this is the HighPoint.com 400, 400 miles. So it's 160 laps around this. Two, oh, that's uh, that's the wrong race, Rod. You're looking at oh, clicking the wrong link. Cookout 400, 400 laps around this. In, you,
1: in your defense, it's been a long day. It is. We're recording this Thursday night. It's uh, you know, it's been. You've this is what your third, fourth show of the day. You've had soccer picks out, a lot of NASCAR talk. It's a billion degrees out, so that always messes with your head. Yeah, it's all right.
0: I think the <laughs> I think the tabs are just hiding from me at this point because uh, they're <laughs> melting as well. Uh, well, yes. we'll forgive you. Thank you. Four hundred laps around this three-quarter of a mile track. So lots of laps to be led as we take prepare for the DFS. Uh, and we'll talk about all of our favorite drivers in a second, but let's take a second to tell you about the Patreon. Do you know about the Patreon? If you listen to this show, I'm sure you do. If this is your first episode listening to this show, first of all, hi. Welcome. We just said we love you very much. Uh, But we also want you to join our Patreon now. So do your part uh, in the war against corporate gambling. Sign up for the SGP Patreon. You get tons of exclusive content, contests, and merch for just you, our patrons. Plus, a monthly SGP and stories podcast. That's an ad-free, uncensored show highlighting the best stories from decades of being d And Look, Sean and Ryan already let it loose on that mothership show. I can only imagine what an uncensored show is like. So you only want to get in there, if nothing else, for that. Uh, it's uh, There's even a special Discord for you guys in the Patreon as well. Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon is a great way to score exclusive perks and support the SGPN. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon to get in on the action. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. I can't do uncensored shows i unfortunately this is already uncensored and it's and it's true but (laughs) even still like i've always held this thing where it's like can my grandma listen to me talk like the other co-hosts i don't care but like if my grandma gets like uh, upset listening to me say something then that's my that's my threshold
1: i apologize to your grandma because i'm guessing she doesn't like everything i say and she doesn't listen so it doesn't matter. my family's been uh (laughs) trained in in how i speak and they don't listen anyway
0: so <laughs> uh no that's what i'm saying like i i most of my family doesn't listen to this my wife does and, and every once in a while i'll get a um uh,
1: I, I would be surprised if my wife's listened to more than two seconds of this that i've maybe played something for her
0: <laughs> You're like listen honey listen listen she's like oh again <laughs> Yeah,
1: she, she hears enough of me. She don't need to listen to me on a podcast, too.
0: <laughs> well, like I said before, I'm lucky in that my wife said that one of her favorite things about me has been my voice. Right. So yeah. I, my wife's never said that. So, hey, and listen, <laughs> I am lucky because that's all yeah. I got going for yeah. me. So we're good. <laughs> uh, all right. But oh, she boy. does love me for our ability to pick DFS picks. And I think that is what we shall do uh, henceforth.
1: Most importantly, Yes. 400 laps, like you said, that's a lot of laps led. That's a lot of fastest laps. You have got to get the guy or guys that dominate this race. And who better to dominate a race, Rod, than one Martin Truex Jr. Most expensive driver on the slate, $11,000. He's going to be popular. I do not care. Give me Martin Truex Jr. Inject him into my veins. I love this dude. He's been making me a lot of money couple of weeks ago at new hampshire 149.1 points hey rod there was only 301 laps in that race there's 400 laps in this race he led 254 of those laps only had 88 fastest laps which is pretty interesting uh difference obviously being out front isn't always the fastest car on the track but 149 points that day how many points can he score on this day The last eight races here, three wins, an average 3.9, a 3.9 average finish. 5.2 is his average running position from our friend Ryan over there at iFantasy Race. Um, In the spring, he finished 11th. He led 56 laps. Again, that was the one where he got on the the tires that he didn't know were a little worn already late and things kind of did not go well. Uh, And he's been really good on the short flats this year. One at the Clash to open up the season. Third place at Martinsville. Second place at Nashville. Uh, Dominated New Hampshire, like I said. Led 254 of 301 laps. Uh, And he was third last week. He led 20 laps. He was one of the fastest cars. Had Pitt's strategy worked out a little differently. Probably could have won that. Had he pulled a Denny Hamlin. Probably could have won that race. Uh, And We could be talking about Truex Jr. Going for three in a row. All that jazz. I think he is going to be the best car. Toyota has dominated this race, too or this track nine of the last 15 races at richmond have been won by toyotas all jgr toyotas um and they just they own this place they're so fast here they're the fastest cars right now a lot a lot of times we talk about it right it's the five and the nine it's the five and the 24 not it hasn't been lately it's been the 19 the 19 the 11 a little bit more of the 19 right these are the fast jgr cars right now and specifically truex $11,000. 11,000, he's he's going to be my biggest play on the weekend uh, almost no matter it doesn't doesn't matter to me where he starts if he starts first I'm going to play him starts fifth I'm going to play him if he starts 10th I'm going to play him If he starts last I'm going to play him he's going to be my highest percentage of uh, rostered this weekend.
0: And listen, if he starts first, you're going to play him because he's probably going to lead a ton of laps. And then if he starts last, that's place differential. And then he gets up front, and then he starts leading laps. So, yeah, I, I can't argue with you on Martin Truex Jr. And, you know, you talked about the JGR cars being fast on this track. One of the races on this is the Toyota Owners 400, which obviously, you know, you want to show out in the the race that your sponsor is actually sponsoring. But, I mean, this track, obviously, that's why they're fast, and that's probably why Toyota decided they wanted to, tra- uh, to sponsor oh, boy, this one. Boy, which track
1: should we sponsor? Which one are we really what fucking we good at? are we really good okay. at?
0: it? Okay, we'll, we'll do Richmond then. Um, all right, well, speaking of really good on a track, I, stop me if you've heard this one, and maybe I'm just copying and pasting from another time where I've said this, but Kevin Harvick at $10,100 for this. Load me up with Kevin Harvick. The dude on this track... His numbers are unmatched, and, and I'll tell you right now, it's it's when you look at what Kevin Harvick has done on this track, 44 total races, okay? Most top 10s with 30. Now, Kyle Busch is kind of nipping at his heels at 27, but 30 top 10 finish, only 14 times has he not registered a top 10 finish. 18 top fives, four wins, which is tied with Denny Hamlin for second most. Kyle Busch does have the most at six, but Kevin Harvick is a machine, his average points per race this season, thirty-four point seven. It doesn't sound fantastic, and at ten thousand dollars, you want more than about three times what you're getting for him. But that's what you're gonna get out of out of Kevin Harvick. And look, his, his DFS days have not actually been half bad lately either, especially the last few times. Forty-one points last week, sixty-three the week before that in in his uh, in his Pocono and Loudon both fourth place finishes. Uh, In Pocono, he started fourth, finished fourth, so not much place differential there. Didn't lead any laps, but uh, that's why he had such a, well, I said low at 41 output, but 63 in Loudoun, where he started 13th and finished fourth. That's a fantastic day for fantasy. In Sonoma, started 21st, finished 11th. That's a good fantasy day there as well. In Darlington, started 20th, finished 2nd. That was an outstanding day for him as far as fantasy-wise was concerned. That was a 65-point day. He was only $8,800 that day. I mean, look, go on and on. Bristol Dirt, he started 26th and finished 9th. That's a 52-point day. So if you get something like that out of him on this track for $10,000, that's about five times what you're paying for him. Um, But again, it's just Kevin Harvick, he's only got so much time left, right? He's only got a few races left, um, and he's led... 1,235 laps total in his career on this on this uh, track. So two fourth-place finishes for the four car could be another fourth-place finish in the coming. I don't think he's going to win this race, but at the very least, I think he can get and stay around the front. And just like Martin Truex Jr., if he starts in the middle of the pack, even better because you're going to get those place differential points and a solid finish. I'd be happy with 41, 42 points out of him this week think that's uh, that's where we'll get him.
1: I like it. Uh, again, Kevin Harvick, good play almost every week.
0: A little bit of a rough
1: patch where he was down a little right, but things are shaping back up, coming to a track that he loves. He's done well. He's priced up a little, 10100 That's a lot more than he was at 9000 last week. 7800 a couple weeks ago, 7500 Um, So definitely priced up. That'll scare some people off. Should keep his roster ship down, and uh, I think that he's a good play.
0: I agree. You know what else is a good play, and we'll get to it later on. It's Underdog Fantasy. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. NFL season is right around the corner. Underdog Pick'em is a great way to get down on a ton of NFL player props and is available in tons of markets. We already know NASCAR is Pick'em already on there on Underdog, so you're going to get plenty of opportunities to win with that and their daily MLB contest. And, of course, make sure to enter Best Ball Mania 4, where first place is going to get $1 000, 000, Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use our promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And we will get to our underdog picks later in the show, but we've got some mid tier drivers to get down on in our DFS lineups.
1: Stop me if you've heard this before. (laughs) I love Toyota this week, I love Tyler Gibbs. Mr. Ty Gibbs, $8,300. He's coming off his first career top five finish at Pocono. He's got a full season under his belt now, Rod. His first start here ended up in 36. Then, uh, you know, blue blue motor early. Didn't didn't go so well. Earlier this spring, though, a ninth place finish. Last year in the spring in the Xfinity race, started on the pole, won this race. Things have been looking up for him. uh, And I just got done saying the Gibbs cars are the fastest cars, right? He's in a Gibbs car. Is he to the level of a Truex or a Hamlin yet? Of course not. We, we know he's not just yet, right? It will be soon enough. His price keeps creeping up a little bit, right? We've talked about him earlier this season. Uh, price is like 6,600, 6,900. Nice. nice. Uh, he's all the way up to or 8,300 this week after being 8,100 last week. So keep creeping up. Still really good value go back to last week starts 11th finishes fifth only led four laps only had five fastest laps 48.3 points um the week before at new hampshire a little bit of a rougher day started 36th, finished 27th um, but scored 25.8 points that day i love ty gibbs this week i love toyota this week i love jgr this week put it all together give me ty gibbs 8300
0: can't argue with you on that. I've got a top 10 on Ty Gibbs, so I want to see him finish well. I think he will finish well. And, uh, yeah, for the price, I, I feel like you're going to get decent value out of him. I would have liked to see him a little bit lower, but I think the, the uh, our, our, our DFS folks out there recognize that he's going to be a better car to uh, this this weekend than a lot of people consider. Um, all right, I'm going to dip down lower for this one. Uh, I'll take the other Stuart Haas. I didn't, I didn't want to wake up and, and choose violence today but I did. Uh and I'll take Eric Almarola. $7300 for Eric Almarola. DFS wise, he's really only scoring 21.3 fantasy points per race, but last week he started 27th, finished 12th on his way to 46 points at 77 or $7000 rather. So almost 7 times what you paid for him. But then you accidentally get a day like you did in New Hampshire where he started third, which was promising, right? Crashed out, finished thirty-fourth, lost to twenty twenty points. That was a rough day for Almarola, but he had the speed, right? We he he started third. We thought, hey man, this could be the Almorola race the that race we've been waiting the tire for. Fell off. Right? <laughs> um and yeah, when the tire fell off, it was like, what the hell? And then Atlanta, he starts on the pole. I mean the couple of weeks in a row, he had speed, right, at the start of the race at least, uh, and then ended up finishing 18th. But he still got you 46 points in the process uh, in that race because he he managed to, to solidify a good finish for you. Uh, five fastest laps in that. But really, the, the last couple of races that he's been able to do some good things for you, you take your, your lead from that. But on this track, I will tell you right now, it's a lot more promising because the last two races have gone a lot like what we just said right? Starts in the back, ends up with a good finish. The last time he was here, started 32nd, finished eight, or 13th, rather. That's a gigantic swing right there. The fall of 2022, guess where he started? Oh, 32nd again. Guess where he finished? 8th place. Fantastic day. In 2021, started 22nd, finished 6th. I mean, it, it, he's managed to find his way to decent finishes. And for DFS, that's the kind of stuff you're looking for. You don't, He's not going to go out and lead every lay, every lap. He's not going to lead any laps. So you need plays differential from a guy like that. If you can get that from Eric Almirola, all the better.
1: I'll say it again. This is the week to be on SHR. Next week in Michigan, fade the hell out of them again, other than Harvick. But this week, Almirola's a good play. Briscoe's a good play. Priest is even an okay play. You can play the SHR cards this week. So I think that's a good call out. Rod, on to the low-priced guys. I'm going to go all the way, almost all the way to the bottom of the barrel here. Hold on, I want to sit back.
0: I want to sit back and listen to this because this, this, I want to hear this case. I, Give me a second. Give it.
1: I've, I've got a case. Sit back. There you go. If you're watching on YouTube, this is why you should watch on YouTube. Rod has kicked all the way back in his chair. Can't hardly see him because the microphone's covered his face. That's okay. Uh, I'm going to go all the way to the bottom. You got B.J. McLeod at 4,700. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going that far. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna move up one, Mister J J Yaley, former Joe Gibbs Racing driver. So that's a plus in his column right now with my love of Toyota, Butt rod 4800, nice and cheap, racing for Rick Ware Racing. Rick Ware Racing is not the same Rick Ware Racing it was just three months ago. Cody Ware ungraciously exited which might have been the best thing that's ever happened to Rick Ware Racing. And look where we're at now. Tommy Baldwin has come in. They've hired a bunch of guys. They've signed J.J. Haley, who, I don't know if you know, went by J.J. Haley before they switched it to Justin because of J.J. Haley. Um, they've signed him long-term starting next year. And J.J. Haley has been getting good, solid finishes. Let's go back over the last couple of weeks. Last week, he started 28th, finished 26th, 18 points. That's just fine, right? The week before, uh, well, the race before, he's not been in every race, so you got to give him that. Uh, Atlanta had a great run, started 24th, finished 7th. Uh, Go back to Nashville even, started 29th, finished 29th, 13 points. Not the greatest thing ever. Didn't lose your points. Got you solid points. Gateway, a shorter, flatter track, starts 36. Rod finishes 24th scores you 30 points at a forty nine hundred dollar price tag he's even cheaper this week the coca-cola 600 starts 36 finishes 16th 47 points you go back to kansas he scored you 31.5 with a 23rd place finish you go back to talladega of course is going to be good but he has just had another race here earlier in the season the better Health 400 um 25.4, started 34th, finished 26. but just go back and look through these finishes. 26, 7th of Super Speedway though, but 29th, 24th, 16th on a mile and a half track, 23rd, 28th, 11th at a Super Speedway again. Uh, just great finishes by J.J. Yaley for the car that he's in. These Rick Ware cars seem to have stepped up a little bit. I'm not going to give all the praise to Rick Ware just yet, but they're actually making an attempt at putting a decent program out there. JJ Lee's not a bad driver. There's a reason the guy's 7,000 years old and he's been in NASCAR so long. He's still a good driver. He's not a great driver, but good enough to have a Joe Gibbs racing ride at one point. Um, him and Denny Hamlin came into Joe Gibbs together. It's amazing how different co- you know careers can be, but they're both still racing in the Cup Series. He has been performing well. He's not been losing you points um let's see in this little snapshot i can see here one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen over the last 15 races no negative points a couple of small numbers in there but some really big numbers as well jj yaley can get it done he's super cheap he's likely going to start near the back so he offers you that uh that higher floor of not going very low and even offers you a little bit of a ceiling where he
0: can score you some points so Load me up on J.J. Yaley and DFS
1: this week, Rod.
0: Okay, okay. I like it. You've made a fine point, uh, several fine points, so I, I will back you on this play. And I listen, if for no other reason, you know how folks are superstitious anyways, my number is 15. My lucky number is 15. I was born on the 15th of a month. My wife was born on the 15th. My oldest daughter was born on the 15th. I was married on the 15th. So 15 is our, our family number uh with our youngest the only i said all that and you could have just said that and it would have been good enough <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: save me next time rod Jeez, no, listen i no because we want hard i know want, 15 was such a good number for you we don't want to we don't want to run superstition into this but yeah i, I love it uh <laughs> and i do i mean i hate not rooting for the 15 cards it's, it's always in fact on nascar games my number is always 15 so uh there's there that as well Uh, All right, well, somebody who is not 15 uh, in any way, shape, or form is Eric Jones. Not in age, not in car number, not in anything. Uh, But Eric Jones this week, $6,300. Cody, if I were to tell you that there was a driver inside the top 20 as far as fantasy points per race this season, and I said to you that 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 driver was in the uh, Legacy Motor Club you would probably say no, he's not, but he oh, is. I would be surprised. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Eric Jones finds himself seventeenth in terms of fantasy points per race. He is above the likes of, and I don't, I'm not going to say Corey LaJoy or AJ Elmendinger because no one. He's above Joey Logano in that in that category. He's above Bubba Wallace in that category. Priest McDowell Gibbs. Uh, he's even above Suarez and Almirola. Um, and and uh, let's see, let's can, we, can we go on. Um, yeah, all these guys he's above right now as far as fantasy points per race. Surprising in that capacity. But I'll tell you, the only time that he's lost you points at all this season, lost you anything, is at the Daytona 500. Since then, he has ripped off at least positive points. Now, just like Cody said with JJ Haley there's been a few single-digit ones in there. But over the last, what, four or five races, 52 points last week, 52 the week before, Forty-eight, thirty-two, fifty-one, right? That's all good from a guy who's right around that six to sixty-five hundred, if not or seventy or seven thousand dollars in this, and you get that because of the last few races, like we said, the points wise. At Pocono, started twenty-fourth, finished ninth. At Loudon, started thirtieth, finished eleventh. At Atlanta, twenty-fifth, finished eleventh. Chicago, twenty-first, finished sixteenth. Nashville, twenty-third, finished eighth. Dude is racking up the points differentials as far as the, the place differential points rather uh, in in just huge quantities. Look back at what he did last year; it's not really that good. It doesn't support my my theory, so you're tossing it out. Um, but again, I mean, he's got the potential to do it. We know it's just been a rough go for Legacy, and this guy's starting to show a little more life out of him than obviously Noah Gragson. But you know, for Eric Jones. I think he just wants to be able to go into Toyota feeling better about himself and the whole team, and and they're on the up and up right now. So I'll throw out whatever happened earlier this season because, like we said, it was a rough start for them, and now it's looking up. So we'll, we'll hope that the turnaround continues and that Eric Jones can give you a good fantasy day again.
1: Yeah, that's a nice positive run by Eric Jones here lately. You got to give it to him right at one point. We thought Legacy had just checked out. They were turning in all their Chevy equipment, just trying to get over to Toyota, but they have figured something out, even though a Gregson has showed some speed here lately. Uh, And so they're, they're obviously something is clicking. Uh, They just named a new CEO or something Over they've got all kinds of changes and stuff going on. It seems to be working out well for them. I can't argue with you on the Eric Jones thing. We saw it last week, right? A track where JGR cars had been good. He was good in the JGR cars at that track. He translated it to a good finish. Could he do the same thing? Track where JGR cars are good. He's got that JGR experience. Maybe he turns it around and and does it. So uh, mostly the point is it's all linked to JGR and Toyota.
0: Do you think that uh, from now on any legacy motor club driver will ever wear a bow tie to uh, an, an event? I don't think they'll ever wear a bow tie again, right?
1: Probably probably no bow tie wearing. No bow tie wearing.
0: Bolo wearing, but no bow ties. So. That's right. Uh, all right. That's it for DFS. Uh, we'll read down the drivers real quick before we move over to our underdog. Uh, Cody started you out with Martin Truex Jr. At 1100 is his high price driver. I gave you Harvick at 10100 for mine. Cody gave you Ty Gibbs as his mid tier driver at 8,300. I gave you Eric Almirola at 7,300 for mine. Cody said JJ Yaley at 4,800 was a good play. I agree. And then I gave you Eric Jones at 6,300. Be back talking some underdog picks when we return. Hey, everybody. Every week. All that and more. Hop on over. Give us a listen. Come for the football. Stay for the whiskey. This ad's almost done. Going once. Going twice. Sold. I want to go on record as saying I don't have one of those fancy watches that tells me if I'm burning calories. But I don't know that I've ever burned as many calories podcasting as I have today. So uh, I just want to say that. So just just if you if love you, to hear it, if you hear me as if I've run a marathon. It's because I feel like I have, so just just know that. There you go. Hey, I like it. I like it. Uh, all right. Well, Underdog giving us Pick'Em every single week, and it's been a blast being able to break that down for you. We're going to give you our plays again because why not keep a good thing going? We've hit pretty good on these. These, these to me, feel like I don't know what it is. It's just we, we, we can nail these ones. These ones are really good.
1: Yeah, I've entered multiple things of these this week some some with three in them some with six in them you can shift it up do it how you want to but uh feeling pretty good i like i like this underdog contest we've got uh and shout out to them their sponsor on the show finally got the nascar stuff love it all right rod i'm gonna start off at this time there's no truck series stuff available i don't know if they'll add that hopefully later but uh you know it's all right we're gonna start in the xfinity series i'm gonna take justin all to finish 6.5 or better If you listened to the Xfinity Series show earlier this week, love Justin Allgaier. Finished third at Chicago. Again, the asterisk there, short race, but started up front, kept himself in position. Finished seventh at Sonoma, a race that first through fourth was swept by Cup Series guys. You take out those Cup Series guys, and all of a sudden, he is back up in the top four. Second place at Portland, fifth place at Coda. Last year, fifth place place at the Roval, third place at Indy. In four of the last five, he's finished in the top five. Three of the last seven inside the top three. He is a very, very good road course racer. Love him to finish better than 6.5. All those road courses I just read off, only one of them has he not finished better than 6.5. That's the one that was loaded with Cup Series, guys. Only one Cup driver in the race this week. AJ Allmendinger, of course, but I think that Justin Allgaier can still finish inside the top six and a half, so give me Allgaier Better than 6.5.
0: You know my love for Allgaier, so I I can't even argue with you on that because dude is fantastic. Uh, All right, I am going to go with mine to Sammy Smith, higher than 7.5. I feel like this is kind of highway robbery at this point. I get it. Last year, he started 8th and finished 24th due to engine problem, but Sammy Smith this season has been one of the better drivers each and every week. He's actually on a four-race stretch in which he's got three top six finishes in that span. Sixth place at Chicago, right, which is a street course, not a road course, I get it. Tenth place at Atlanta, Super Speedway. You're lucky to be able to do that, but he had the speed to start third in that race, which means he was fast. Seventh uh, place start in and he finished fifth. Sixth place at Pocono, so like I said, three of the last four races have been six-place finishes. Go back to the road races. Austin, he finished in fourth place after a second-place start, so not bad there. Portland was rough. He did have a 30th-place finish in that. But Sonoma, he bounced back for a ninth-place finish. But, again, you had Eric Almarola in that race. You had Kyle Larson, Ty Gibbs in that race, right? So those guys aren't there anymore. You take those three away, it's another sixth-place finish, give or take some. So for Sammy Smith... A seven a seventh place finish or better is well within his range of possibilities. Uh, I, I truly believe that he's going to do that. Again, in fact, go back and listen to the Xfinity show. I tell you exactly where I think he's going to finish, uh, which is obviously better than seven and a half. So yeah, give me Sammy Smith higher than seven and a half to finish.
1: You know I love me some Sammy Smith rod, another JGR Toyota, <laughs> which is just my jam here lately. No arguments from me. Uh, I would definitely back you on that. Moving over to the Cup Series, talked about a couple of SHR drivers already. I'm going to take another SHR driver here. My guy, Rod, when it comes to short flat tracks, and my guy to fade when it's everywhere else, but love him this week. Chase Briscoe, 16.5 is his finishing total. I like him to finish better. Um, our friend over at I Fantasy race Ryan 9.7 average finish at short flat tracks this season if you take out the gateway race where he had some mechanical issues. He was 12th in the spring here, 11th and 23rd last year, but that 23rd place finish was one of those random Ford fires. Uh, he was 10th at New Hampshire. He was 5th at Martinsville, 7th at Phoenix. All of those are better than 16.5. Again, another situation where the number is depressed. Because of how he runs on a week to week basis. We know he's been absolutely horrible on in intermediates on bigger tracks. But on the short flats, SHR shows up, Briscoe shows up better than 16.5. I'll take it.
0: Yeah. Well, I know. I know, I know, but I still, I still can't. I'm I'm it's still hard to do, to and that's what that's
1: why the price is where it's at, which is what makes it so much better because it's scary to do. It's scary to put your trust and faith in a guy that's so bad that BJ McLeod is running with him every week. But when it comes to the style of track, he gets it done almost every time.
0: Yeah, okay. Like I said, I'll give you it. And and I mean, the, the number's low anyways. Uh, 16 and a half is low for, for Briscoe. I, I do think like a 16th place finish is, again, in his realm of possibility. So uh, we'll take that as well. Uh, All right, another driver I feel like is ridiculously low for where he's at, and that's Brad Keselowski. Brad Keselowski, I get it, I know. Uh, His finishing position uh, is 13.5. Please smash the higher on that one. Brad Keselowski, I I get last week was a pretty bad uh, race for him. He started 13th, ended at 16th. I say bad, he lost three positions, but in that race, he actually uh, was in the top 15 for 78 laps. 48% of that race, he was inside the top 15, which is only two positions of the 13th, right? His high was fourth, his low was uh, 32nd, but that was because, you know, pit cycles and all that stuff, but he was as high as fourth place last week in that race, so can't really say that that was a terrible race for him, but... In New Hampshire, he finished fifth. In Atlanta, he finished sixth. Throwing out Chicago because it doesn't support my narrative. Don't care. You can hate me for that if you want. Nashville finished 11th. Sonoma, 16th, right? But you look at some of these other short tracks. uh, Bristol Dirt, 17th. Not too far out of 13th place, but that's Bristol Dirt. And Earlier this season, it was kind of a rough stretch for him at that point. He finished 35th in Austin. Uh, he did it, bounce back with a 10th place at Richmond, but 17th place at Bristol, 24th at Martinsville. So, uh, But he did come back with a 5th place at uh, Talladega, 8th place at Dover, 4th uh, place at Darlington. So it's been a, a crazy run for Brad Kozlowski, but I still feel like uh, this is a good opportunity for him to finish inside 13 because... La- earlier this spring he finished 10th he started 24th finished 10th on this track 15th in the fall of 2022 and we documented how horrible that rfk team was last year so to finish 15th you might as well finish 13th in that one he did finish 13th in the spring 13th in uh the fall of 2021 and 14th in the spring he won here in 2020 actually so brett kozlowski is still good at this track average finishing position. 12.3 in his career. By my math, that's at least one position better than 13. So uh, give me Brad Keslowski over 13. I'm sorry, higher than 13 and a half.
1: The math does check out on that. Good job, Rod. Thank you. Uh, you know I love a good Brad Keslowski play. Brad uh, uh Yeah, no arguments here. Again, we talked about him in the betting episode. I think he's going to be pretty good. They continue to get better. He continues to look good. I think 13.5 is pretty generous. I'm going to round it out with a guy I've already talked about multiple times this week. Talked about him on the betting episode. Talked about him already today for DFS. Ty Gibbs. I am all aboard the Gibbs train this week, Rod. He has made us a lot of money this year betting on him continuously. Coming off of that career best top five finish. I think they're going to carry that momentum right here into Richmond. I think he ends up in the top 10, but to cash this one, only has to finish better than 14.5. Thank you, Underdog, for the generous line. I love it. I think that Gibbs smashes this one out of the park. Tyler Gibbs,
0: better than 14.5.
1: I'll take it.
0: I mean, again, I if he finishes in the top 10, that smashes it. I hope he finishes in the top 10 because that's what I want. That's what I've got to bet on him for. So I'll take that as well. Uh, all right. I'm gonna close mine out with uh, Brad Keselowski's other driver uh, in that RFK team, and that is Chris Busher. His number is set at 17 and a half. Let's go higher than 17 and a half. Chris Busher has had uh, three finishes in the last four races above this number. Tenth at Chicago, 15th in Atlanta, 15th and at Loudoun. And at Pocono, he finished 18th. In Nashville it finished 18th. That's one spot. Worse than what he needs to finish. But 4th at Sonoma, 12th at Gateway, 8th at Charlotte, 10th at Darlington, 17th at Kansas, which, by the way, is higher than 17.5, 9th at Dover, 3rd at Talladega, 14th at Martinsville, uh, which is a shorter track. So that's a good good sign there. Uh, Richmond, he did finish 30th earlier this season. Tough, but he did start 7th, uh, which is also a good sign for them as well. Tons and tons of opportunities for Chris Buescher above the 17 mark. Two of his last three races on this uh, track as the driver of the 17 car have been better than uh, 17th and a half. Last, like I said, in the spring, he finished 30th, but he did start 7th. He had some speed here. But in the fall of 2022, he finished 3rd. In the spring of 2022, he finished 15th. And we talked about how much struggles there were for the RFK when we talked about Brett Kozlowski. For Busher to turn in a fifteenth and a third last season, amidst all of the ridiculousness that was RFK and and them just really coming out to a slow start, Busher was the highlight. I think seventeen and a half is too low. Give me oh, give me higher than seventeen and a half for Chris Busher to finish uh, this race.
1: Yeah, I love it. Again, we've been all over these RFK guys, especially when you come to this type of track. He got the win at Bristol last year. Not a, not a super comparable track, but again, it's that short track. They've looked good. They continue to look good. Both of these RFK cars very easily in the playoffs right now, just on points alone. They continue to perform well. 17 and a half. Yes, please sign me up, Rod.
0: And it's nuts, too, because, again, and even with Brad at 13 and a half, it just feels a little disrespectful. And, okay, that's fine, because that works in our favor. We'll take that all day long. Like, it's just... You know, I know it's a short track, and I know that there's a lot of tempers after last week at Pocono, but the drivers that we picked normally stay out of a lot of the trouble there on Richmond. And then, you know, as we talked about with the road course, Justin Allgaier, just a flat-out good road course racer. Sammy Smith, a fantastic young racer in his own right. So, I mean, I'm pretty feeling pretty good about these ones.
1: Yeah, I love it.
0: Um, all right, let's go over the underdog picks for you. Uh, Cody is saying that Justin Allgaier will finish higher than 6th and a half place. Uh, I said Sammy Smith would finish higher than 7th and a half place in the road course race over there at Road America. Uh, And then we turn to Richmond where Cody said that Briscoe was going to finish better than 16th and a half. I said Brad Keselowski would finish better than 13th and a half. Cody said Ty Gibbs would finish better than 14 and a half. And I said Busher would finish higher than 17 and a half. Book it if you got underdog in your uh, area run to it now go place those before they move uh if they move hopefully they don't move i have never noticed that they've moved yet so hopefully they stay there hopefully they don't shift like uh like odds do but uh make sure to lock all those in and then thank us when you cash
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs> so, no this is man I, i'm so glad that underdog got on board added the racing stuff there's that one stuff that, like right now you can go in By the time you listen to this uh it'll be already over but f1 qualifying so you can watch for that early in the week there's f1 you know for the races they'll have stuff in there later for the race rather uh the trucks usually get put in there xfinity cup like they're all over the place so it's great a lot of fun ways to build like i said i've been probably building too many different uh different things but also you know nebraska is not a legal betting state unless you go to the one casino and the one place in the entire state where you can place wagers but you can use underdog here in this whole state. So even if you're not in a legal betting state, if you're in a place where you can play DFS, likely you can play this as well.
0: Um, and so it's great. And, I mean, listen, I, I'm not going to do it this because it is our sponsor, but I, I honestly love underdog better than I love DFS half the time because, to me, I feel like I have more control over yeah. my underdog lineup because I'm not well, competing yeah, not, against everybody.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. You're not competing. You don't have to oh that was such a good lineup but these guys all did it you know and you're not going against uh, 150 computer generated lineups and trust me i love playing dfs and i'm not going to stop anytime soon but the underdog part of it you're just taking the underovers if you're right on your analysis and the guys you think hit boom you cash it's that easy you can do the insurance play where if you get
0: one wrong all that stuff so it's great it is great you know what else is great signing off for the weekend and letting everybody get to setting up their lineups, setting up their, uh, their Man, D- underdog picks two, and watching two weeks races in a
1: row. We made it through seven shows together, Rod. Oof, what a week, five NASCAR gambling podcasts, two F one gambling podcasts. I love
0: it. I always said, and, and when I decided to, to launch into this career, this was what I wanted to do. I wanted to talk sports. I wanted to be on Sports Center, I wanted to be, you know, talking about all this stuff, and and then when I realized that Bristol was not necessarily in the cards, and that the internet gave us this great world, I'm doing it, and it makes me so happy to be able to continue to talk sports in any capacity. So, um, yeah, I mean, we started this this episode grateful for all of you guys, and and we're going to continue to be grateful for you because you're right, man. Seven shows, I, and and. And we got to talk sports. We get to talk racing. It's it's yes. a hell of a life, isn't it?
1: We just cashed. I don't, I'm not going to ruin the, the SRX race for you, Rod, but you're going to be very happy with how our bets turned out in that one. Very, very good weekend. Good start to the weekend for us. We got a bunch more races. We got some parlays that are alive. Oh, I'm pumped. I'm excited. Love it. I can't wait to be back and do it all again next week. If you love it, we love you. We appreciate you. Leave us a rating review. Boss to see that stuff helps us out a lot, keeps these extra episodes getting pumped out, all that fun stuff. So uh, share the love a little bit with us.
0: Hey, listen, and you're right. The more that you guys interact and the more you do what you do and download, the easier it is for Cody to pop in and say, hey, boss, can we do an extra one? Because they've never said no, because you guys continue to make it happen. So uh, love that for it. So all right, Cody, enough of a love fest. Let's uh, let's send everybody on their way and enjoy their weekend. Uh, Let everybody know where they can find you on social media.
1: Follow me on Twitter at house underscore zeep. can find all my work over there. Next Thursday, Rod, the hall of fame game. The NFL is almost here. I got a bunch of NFL stuff out coming out. Watch for it all over there. Check out the F1 gambling podcast. If you haven't listened, go back, and listen to those episodes, go back and listen to all the betting episodes from earlier this week, covering all the series as well. Join us again, Sunday night, Monday, whenever we get the chance to do the recap. And uh, then we'll be back into it next week with uh, another, well, no, no trucks next week, but, IndyCar back. Xfinity Cup. Love it. going to be a fun week.
0: SRX again.
1: Oh, yes, I'm excited.
0: I'm telling you, if there's odds for go-kart racing, we're going to bring it to you as well. Uh, I'm on X. I promise next week I'll stop. That was just – this is the last don't, one. Don't, don't. I love it. did <laughs> it again. Man, I keep forgetting to say that. <laughs> I'm on X. RJ Gomez. you can find me there. Link in the bio to everything i got going on, whether it's here Elliot and I hung down on the back road earlier. You could check that out as well. Of course, check out my episode of Fast Money coming out for Frequency's Sake this week as well. Uh, bosses love to see that one, too, uh, uh, over there for Frequency's Sake. If you've been following me over there, they're happy with it, so That's continue awesome. to do that.
1: I like that. It's a nice little quick hitter, too. It says real short. little. You got it on the podcast. You got it on the video. You can jump in real short. Listen to it. Get a good, good couple of picks.
0: I like it, Rod. Doing Thank a good you. job. Thank you very much. And then speaking of I also hitter,
1: like listening to your voice.
0: <laughs> I love it. Uh, and then I've got some soccer picks. I've actually, hey, I'm on a roll now. I figured out where the bets are and uh, hit a couple of them already now uh, heading into our I, strip, I so. like the
1: confident soccer, Rod. Oh, Thank yeah. you.
0: Thank you. Yeah, all the <laughs> trolls can suck it, but- Ah uh,
1: right. <laughs> yes! Oh, this is a side of Rod you don't see very often. I love it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because it's Friday. Maybe because it's I'm looking forward to the weekend too. But keep, keep, I'm telling your wife to keep the heat cranked up from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I must. I must be so. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the racing. And until then, let's go racing and let it ride. <laughs>